Hey, welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready to jump in? Today, we're privileged to continue our conversation with my friend and guest, Osti Eckley. In this episode, we'll continue to discuss how to form good phone habits, including how to manage social media madness, listen more effectively to our kids, and you'll find out why I crave pistachios at 4 p.m. every day. This is episode 23. Here we go. Well, we are going to pick up where we left off last week in episode 22 with my friend, Osti Eckley. We were just chatting about how to explore different ways to make sure to not let technology, like the gift of technology and social media, steal our attention away from our children and what matters most. So we're going to revisit an idea that she touched on in a previous episode, episode six and seven. I think you're gonna love this. So without further ado, let's pick it up with my friend, Osti, and our conversation on being a more present and more joyful mama. I think for me too, talking about what you were talking about with just the jealousy and those feelings, I think my struggle is I am an artist and I like pretty things and I like, um, I like, you know, just that cohesiveness. And so where, where my struggle of, of that is not so much what people have or what their life looks like. Mine is literally, this is so petty, the beauty of their feed, because I'm an artist too. And it's not that like, it's not their life. I'm coveting the, mm, yes. <laughs> the, how are they so good at getting their feed to look so good? You know? And so, um, so that's a struggle for me where, um, I always want my writing and the things I say, I'm very, very, very passionate. And if you read my stuff, you'll know, I do not hold anything back. I am not, not fake. I, I will tell you how it is. So my heart and my words definitely, but I do, <laughs> I love it to look pretty and, yeah. And sadly, on, on a real note, not just like hashtag OCD, I'm not right. joking, like on a very real note, I do struggle a little bit with OCD and I always have. Mm. That actually came after my kids and, and that's something that, I mean, I am very open about and I, I, I have to be active with it in my home and yeah. with my kids and all of that so that it doesn't affect my parenting and just my joy. Yes. And, um, but I've noticed that that is something that, that has kind of creeped in with social media because because of that um, artist's eye and just that OCD, I will, you know, a good example is I would take a picture of, you know, one of my essential oils and I'm like with my, you know, hardwood floors. But then I'm like, oh, no, I don't like that. I'm going to do it on the white counter and mm. with that white backdrop. Yes. And, you know, just remembering that like, um, but what do you do with that? I mean, what do you honestly do with that when you are an artist and right. you are somebody who, like I said earlier, some of us moms, we just want one place that's pretty and I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I yeah, do, for sure. I do have a heart for, for artists, I guess. And yeah. people that like that, that it's almost like a website, I guess, because for our generation, people are kind of looking yeah. to Instagram a lot these days, almost as a website. So, so I guess, um, there is something wrong with, if you're obsessing about it and if it's making you, you know, insecure and you're comparing and you're looking at other people's feed and then you're looking at your feed. I mean, yeah. that's, that's ridiculous yes. and life sucking, but yes. But um, yeah, just, I guess, where do you find the balance of being an artist and, and, and also maybe pursuing that 
social media figure. Like, um, right. you know, I do work in ministry and I do lead amazing high school girls and, and I love to lead women and moms. And so there is a part of me that, um, looks and, and wants my Instagram to be a place that, um, people can come to for inspiration and, and encouragement and all of those things. So I guess I'm just trying to find that fine line of myself mm. being healthy and then my, but yet allowing my, my gifts to be used through Instagram. That's so good. I want to come back to that because I feel like that's crucial in our kind of takeaway here. So can you remind me if we don't, if I, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I want to come back to that. I think that's so yes. true. Yeah. So I just had one more upside um, to chat about real quick. So basically Another um, article I was reading on Forbes.com, it's talking about the same types of stuff. And they were saying, like, the more, you know, we use social media, the less happy we seem to be. So, like, it triggers, they say it triggers more sadness and less well-being. And um, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the thing. Like, it seems to promise so much, but then doesn't necessarily deliver type of thing. Like, I think it's just, like, we have to figure out good, healthy ways to use it and engage with it. Otherwise, it will tend to trigger sadness, which is very, very interesting. And I, But I think it makes sense if we step back and think about it, because if you actually have a chat face-to-face with a friend and she starts crying about an issue she's going through and you, like, put your arm around her and you hug her and you cry with her, that's, like, so much more powerful and, like, life-giving than being like, oh, sad right. sad face. I'm sad you're going through. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you can only communicate <laughs> yeah. so much, even though you can do a lot, but you can only communicate so much. And human touch and human interaction is just mm-hmm. so vital. Like, we were created, like God yeah. created us to be with each other in community and relationships. So I think that's just also something to keep in mind is the sadness, I think, comes when we're not, when social media becomes a substitute for the real relationships we need to pursue. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's also not just um, social media. That's something yeah. that I have been thinking about lately. Actually, um, for me, I can get into trouble. So like I was saying with my you know, Instagram feeds and liking them to look pretty. Well, there's these other apps that you can have that help you do that. You know, that yes. kind of give you a preview of your, you know, and so I could have a day where I'm not on social media, but mm. yet I'm like prepping my social yes. media <laughs> for the week. And yes. I'm like still sucked into that or... I'm, you know, just on something that isn't social media, but it's still my face in the phone. I do feel like when you start to feel that kind of like, it's almost like the Lord knows how to just kind of gently touch your heart. Like, okay, like almost don't, don't take advantage of the gift I have given you. Like, I feel like we can so easily, he gives us this beautiful gift and then we, you know, like he gives us an inch and we take a mile, you know? And so I'm trying lately to Mm. listen to him. And I find, and I know that the times I am the snappiest with my kids is when I am on my phone, distracted, Mm -hmm. trying to have a phone call or on my computer every single time. It is that if I am off my phone and they're fighting or bickering, oh, it is so much easier to walk (laughs) over and Yes. Okay, honey, you know, that's not okay. You need to not do that with that soft, gentle, loving mom voice. So um, I do feel like I can't wait to talk about like some practical things because I have a lot of practical ideas. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And I want to transition right now into exploring ways that we can make sure not to let the gift of technology, like the ease of technology and the gift of social media steal our attention from 
what mm-hmm. truly matters like every single day and then from our children especially. So I wanted you, Osti, if it's okay to like kind of revisit your chart concept and idea that you touched mm-hmm. on in episodes six and seven. Like, could you just mm-hmm. like briefly share it again and then maybe how it's evolved? Like if anything's changed since yes. we del- we last chatted, you know? Yes. I think sadly what's changed is I've reverted back a little bit. And I say that openly because something that I have learned in my faith and in my walk is that I, and actually this year, it's like God's really revealed this to me is confession in mm. our life is huge. Yeah confession and not it does that doesn't necessarily have to be to another person but confession to God like to our like savior who wants to help us and help us as moms and um something he's really showed me this year is that my sin and the things I struggle with if I hold it behind my back he cannot do anything with it and so often we we hold it behind our back because we are so afraid that if we actually give it to him he is actually going to do something with it and so he's been really teaching me this year to like pull my hands out and and give it to him and so Mm -hmm. there's been a couple very personal things that I won't share that he's done that has just been amazing and brought me to my knees and and so with this social media thing the last month or two which I have been struggling and so um it's been really cool actually getting ready for you and I to have this podcast date because it's got me reminded of my chart and it's got me paying attention to it again and um and like I said to you um even just trying this whole turning my phone off and so basically what the chart is is uh, for me charts don't work for everyone and some people are a little more free spirit they can't imagine Imagine the idea of charting their week out. Well, for me, I am too much of a like, I want to do all these things, but I won't actually yes. do them. Like, I'm going to mm. start working out tomorrow. Okay, yes. that's been my line for 10 years. Okay. Yes. Yep. So, um, so my chart, I just basically did it on the chalkboard. You could do it on a piece of paper or whatever. I just did a square chart that is basically Monday through Friday. And then across the top of it, I put my like six or seven main things that that I do every day. And so one was TV, which is not actually for me. I'm not really a big TV watcher, but my, my, my children are obviously. And then the next one was social media. And and actually that's just like social media and phone in general. Um, and then the next one was like working out actually, because I find Mm. that if I have a couple days scheduled, I, I will do it. And then I won't feel guilty for the days that I don't do it. Yeah. And then I have like cleaning and that means just like overall cleaning. And the reason I have to have it is like I said earlier, I do struggle with OCD and, and I don't want my kids to remember me as just the lady that cleans. Like I was actually yeah, at a school totally. recently and I saw on one of the, on one of the papers that the kids had drawn, they said, my mom's like a vacuum. She's always cleaning. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh, I don't want that to be me. So anyways, um, so I put cleaning on there and then I actually have laundry and then I have floors and bathrooms because yep. Floors and bathrooms to me are like, I just, oh, they make me cringe. Like if I, I could not do anything, it would be the floors and the bathrooms. So, and then, and so then, you know, it's like a square, right? Does that make sense? The chart. Yes. And mm-hmm. so then where Monday meets with TV, it's either green or red. And so they're yeah. all either green or red, or there's a couple that are blank so that I don't have to be totally legalistic with myself. But yeah. so like a good example is like Monday, the kids can have, TV and I can have social media and I can do laundry and yep. I can clean because the chances are the weekend is crazy. I try to just stop and enjoy it with Justin and the kids. Yes. And so Monday it's a little bit chaotic around here. So I kind of, you know, it's nice that I can that's you good know, throw yeah. on a show. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's a, that's a good thing. That's not like, it's not bad. And then, no, yeah. and then on a couple days that they can have, they cannot have TV. I don't like to be on my phone either. Yes. So that we do stuff together. 
Mm. Um, and then the biggest thing, and, and actually this has been the thing that it, it was such a blessing and, and I've been a little bit bad about, and I'm going to get back on board cause I loved it was actually being off my phone on the weekends completely oh, like yes. Saturday and Sundays. Yes. And that actually is something that, um, I feel like is so huge as I feel like, like I said earlier, how we are always like needing something, needing something to be stimulated all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think the only way we're going to get out of that is like, we're either going to have to have like a generational, like, you know, revolution yeah. or yeah. something is going to have to happen. And, and like what I crave, I crave going somewhere that doesn't have service. Like it's such yes. a sad thought, but I think that on the weekends, if we can get back in the habit of like, talking to our husbands in the car on the way to church. Oh, yes. And, or, you know, on Saturdays, just not doing anything like building a fire or, you know, getting on the couch and just, even if we're watching a movie, at least we're like doing it together and snuggling and touching. And like you said, you know, like being physically like close and, um, and so I, I, I think that that's, that's a big one. Yes. I love that so much. That's actually like a huge part of the entire reason I started this podcast is because this passion I have for just literally, like you said, taking back the weekend, taking back that Mm -hmm. time, that sweet time that we only get one or two days that our entire family most likely is together. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if I, I was just thinking, as you said, that um, my husband has jokingly complained, but like kind of complained that he really wishes I would not be on my phone in the car. Oh, my husband hates it. Yeah. He, hates he's, it. he actually I, gets yeah. upset with me. Yeah. He's like, it's so rude. And I'm like, you're right. It's so rude. I know. How many couples do you pull up to in an intersection yes. and you look over and the <laughs> husband's driving and the wife is sitting there scrolling on her phone? I know. I know. And I thought, I don't need to do that. In fact, recently I took like what you just were talking about with turning it off. Cause it's like, to me, I had kind of have to be like cold Turkey or I won't do it. So mm-hmm. I like, I, um, where and when was this a few weeks ago, I turned my phone off for the entire Sunday. It was the most glorious freeing Sunday yeah. I have had in a long right. time, like an embarrassingly long time. And it's because right. I didn't. And the thing is I didn't need to be on it. So it no. wasn't like I was missing anything at all. There's an emergency. There's, <laughs> you're gonna get a hold of your husband yes. or you know yeah okay this is super cool as you talked about your chart i was i found this great thing that victor hugo said he goes he who every morning plans the transaction of the day and follows out that plan carries a thread that will guide him through the maze of the most busy life but where no plan is laid where the disposal of time is surrendered merely to the chance of incidents chaos will soon reign it's like whoa Mm. so good so good oh and i recently heard this um sweet lady at an event we had for women at our church she talked about the importance and value of listening and she talked about Mm. like truly listening especially to our kids if people in the room had kids so a lot of us did she's a professional counselor which is very close to my heart it was a lot of similar classes i took when i did my program because it was school counseling way back when Um, But yeah, Mm -hmm. she was talking about listening to our kids. She mentioned body language, like really lean in, get on their level, which means we can't have a phone in our face, obviously. Right. 
grab their hand or give an affirming kind of like high five, like or a hug or whatever kind of physical touch and affirmation they need. It seems so obvious, but sadly, we've all, a lot of us have like stopped doing this as much as we should. So, um, and then eye contact, like truly look them in the eye and listen. It's almost like so it's again, it's a weird cultural phenomenon, but like eye contact is becoming like less of a thing that we see because it's like people are just distracted or they don't think it's necessary or like, I don't know, it's weird. And then she mentioned one more thing, um, you know, clear the distractions, especially at like the kitchen table or dining table for meals. And I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, so good. Now that luckily I was kind of sitting there proud at that moment because I was like, okay, we do that right. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, yeah, we don't. Yeah, definitely. No, I know. And that that pride can so, you know, I laugh too because I feel the same way. I'm like, nope, we ain't doing the dinner table thing. But (laughs) but I find myself doing that. Like, I think something that's funny about our generation, um, two things, as you said, um, listening. And I think that that is a that is definitely a who that's a big issue in our not just in our generation, but in our culture of how We don't want to listen. We just want to be heard. I mean, we just, we all got something to say. We want to talk, (laughs) talk, 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 talk. And we, we don't listen. We don't even, you know, bloggers are actually like fading out and phasing out because people don't want bloggers. They don't want to go to your blog and read what you have to say. They want micro bloggers. Now Mm. they want you to be short and sweet on Instagram because, and I, and I, I know this because I, I struggle with it too. So I can't, talk too much but like when I'm on Instagram I have found myself actually did a post on this how bad it is that our brains are going at such a rapid pace yes that we don't even want to slow down to read what somebody has to say on Instagram because it's too much it's too much we just want to scroll 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 get the next picture get the next picture get the next picture get the next picture so worse about ourselves so worse about (laughs) you know what I mean so um, I know I know Yeah, I've noticed and I've read an article about this that um, people are really loving Instagram stories because you can kind of tap, tap, tap and like you can go through the stories and they look at the top of the top of the phone, not even scrolling down, like you said, reading these like a lot of times really heartfelt words that people are like pouring out onto this, you know, post. Um, Yeah. And the other thing I just find interesting and, and when I say all these things like that, I find interesting. I always want listeners and like my followers to know that I know this because I am guilty of it. Like I am the first person to do these things or have felt these things or have done, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to preface that. This is not me pointing fingers. It's, it's definitely putting myself out there first, but um, something I remember hearing when I was young that um, somebody older and wiser than me said, you know, the funny thing about people is they tend to be the most fired up and passionate about the very thing they struggle with. Mm. And I remember thinking like, that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? You know? And I think social media has really, really, really um, like shown that to be true to me because um, just like, you know, I'll be driving down the road and um, I will say that I am pretty crazy about the whole like not texting and driving thing because it's very dangerous. It's definitely something, you know, when I'm driving and I see somebody else and he swerves into my lane and then swerves back out into his lane, I'm so mad. And I know <laughs> you, you can tell they're on their phone. You can see him looking down or whatever. And or you're following somebody and you see him swerving in and out of lanes. I mean, dangerously driving and you get up next to him at the intersection. And sure enough, they're yes. on their phone. Yes. And you're just like so mad you want to I mean I personally want to stop my car and go over and tell him like I have four kids in the car dude like get off your phone but it's funny how like the very things that we get 
annoyed with with other people, we struggle with the very same thing. And so that's something that I'm finding just to be so interesting. Like I get so, you know, like passionate about social media and I, I see the struggle in others and I, and yet I struggle with the very same thing, you know? Oh, totally. I couldn't believe this, but I was talking to my seven-year-old daughter about this whole kind of thing because I was, she knows that we do this podcast and I, she kind of gets it. I mean, as much as a seven-year-old can get what a podcast is, but she was saying, like, I said, do you have anything, if you could say something to all the mamas out there, like, what do you think about like phones and everything? And she said, and I nearly burst into tears, but she said, I think that you should not ignore your kids because it makes kids sad. And I'm just like, Mm. oh, and then she keeps going. Sometimes it makes kids mad because they're trying to say something to you, but you won't answer. Oh, God. You know, and she goes, Mm -hmm. yeah, she keeps Mm. going. She goes, Mm. this is bad because parents need to show their kids that they are paying attention to them. So they feel like Mm. their parents love them. Oh, I know. I'm like, oh, (laughs) you just just laid me out. I just... So convicting, oh, but man. anyways, yeah. I, I do want. I know we've all had that moment where you hear "mom, mom, yes. mom," and you're like, "What?" And then you're like, "What?" And then you're yes. like, "Oh, oh man." I know. <laughs> I know. So I do want to help everyone, including you and I, like navigate this and come up with some like tips and a takeaway, right? So, yeah, what are some great things that we can do to to help with this whole tangled mess of problems that can be created (laughs) by our phones and and social media. So here's the first one. Put some healthy boundaries in place for yourself at home with your phone. Okay, so the trick here is to know yourself. Like some people Mm -hmm. can be super moderate users of their phones and they don't ever, it never spirals out of control. They just can kind of cruise through life. They've got it like, oh yeah, I check it once a week and I'm fine. You know, other people, I think more like you and I are what Gretchen Rubin, Mm -hmm. she's this great author, but who I always Mm -hmm. talk about, but she calls us, um, abstainers versus moderators so like moderators people Mm -hmm. can just kind of like I just said but abstainers are people like you and I where it's like it needs to be a severe kind of thing where we like we need to know like Mm -hmm. on these days I can't get on or I'm turning it off for the weekend or whatever it is like just know yourself and put some healthy boundaries in place okay so one again slightly embarrassing example from my own life is that during the Olympics which was just recently just on TV I would find mm-hmm. myself like, yeah, I can't wait to watch the Olympics. And I'm Canadian. I was born in Canada, but I was lived there for 10 years. And then I've been in the States for, you know, most of my life. So that's a good portion mm-hmm. of my life. But I have dual citizenship. So when it's like U.S. versus Canada and hockey, I'm just like all over it. Like so, <laughs> so into it. But anyways, I'm watching these exciting, like historic things happening. And half the time, I wanted to like comment about it or look down at my phone and look up all this random information about this one skier from Norway. It's like, whoa, just watch her ski. Like, just watch what's happening. So I find that just like, again, know yourself. And if like what works for me is when I'm watching a show or a movie or the Olympics or whatever, I can't have my phone. I just can't. Like, it's embarrassing, Mm -mm. but I just can't or else I won't fully enjoy the moment. Like, of what I'm trying to watch. <laughs> I thought about this idea that you could actually like, cause I'm so, I'm so like practical and like, yes, I like actual like physical things that help yes. me. And so I thought at one point, and I haven't done this, maybe I'll try it now. Um, putting like a red square or some type of mat or like almost like a, 
a docking mm. of some sort on the kitchen counter yes. that my phone actually has to stay on that. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, I have done this. I have a station downstairs. We have this cool bamboo charging station for iPads and phones. And so Mm -hmm. here's the trick. Again, I've got to use it. So I have it and I I use it whenever I use it consistently, which does happen. So I'm not just saying every day I fail. Like I I have made some victories in this this Mm -hmm. respect. Mm -hmm. But when I plug that thing in at 8 p.m., let's say, like kind of after dinner, I've, you know, kids are in bed. I've looked a little bit, whatever. I caught up with some friends or said hi or texted someone, whatever. I plug that phone into that charger downstairs at 8 p.m. And then if my husband and I hang out upstairs, watch a show or talk or have tea or whatever we're doing, reading a book, it's like I can fully wind down for the night too. Because like there's a bazillion studies about blue light and how it's bad for you before you go to sleep. And so, yeah. That's a victory for me too. I do not take my phone to bed. And you know what? It's a small victory, but I will take it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. No, that's huge. Well, and so I would say, yeah, pick a time. Here's another tip for everyone, right? So pick a time that you're going to plug your phone in or disengage with it for the rest of the day or the evening or whatever it is and just try it, right? Just see how you feel because there is going to be that physical almost detox and that good feeling you're going to experience from the changes that you're making. So don't give up, okay? So I heard this trick from Tim Ferriss, who's another author and podcaster, and he was suggesting that if you triple click the button on the bottom of your phone and you turn it turn your screen to grayscale where it's all like bland, boring colors like gray, black, white. Okay. It's like so much less enticing, right? So it's like Mm. I have done that before. I don't know if there's anything you need to set up ahead of time. I should double check my information. But I, if you triple click your phone, depending on what, I think it's like the newer phones. I have a six, an iPhone six, which is not Mm -hmm. the, the brand new one. So I think it works on sixes and above. If you triple click, it should turn it to grayscale which is kind of amazing because then you're just like, uh, okay, well, put this thing, put this thing to bed. Like, I don't really need to look at it. It's super boring. Like, it's not, it's not catching my eye. So that's a, like, to me, that's a helpful boundary if you need that visual, you know? It's probably like hideous. So you're, <laughs> oh yeah, it totally is. You're just like so unimpressed. You're like, wah, wah. It's just like, yeah. Oh. Okay, here's another one. This is kind of what you and I were just coming up with as we talked, but do, I would suggest to try to do some sort of detox. Like if you honestly, and I'm just being completely serious, like if you think you're really developing an addiction or problem, there is no shame in admitting that and just being honest with yourself and then doing whatever you feel personally convicted to do. Like if whatever you think you're supposed to do. And don't feel the need to have to tell all of your followers on social media. (laughs) And I'm, again, I'm guilty of this too. I, it's this overwhelming anxiety that all of yes. a sudden, like, you have to inform the world that you are, you know, going to do this thing because you're so, you know, I don't know where it comes from. I think where it comes from for me is I'm trying to actually help other people. Yes. When really, I need to help myself first. Yes. Yes. So good. Um, did you have anything more to add about maybe that detox idea? Well, I think what keeps coming to my head as we're talking about all these um, practical ideas is um, for those of our listeners that, you know, are believers and believe in God is that that confession piece and um, praying, I mean, like the coolest thing in the world is when we, we give 
we would give our requests to the Lord, you know, and we mm. confess to him, like, I am struggling with this. It has a hold on me and I am not being patient with my kids. I am not enjoying my life. Um, yeah. I feel like that's something that is bigger than all of this. So by, by maybe making the first step, just confessing it to the Lord, giving it over to him. And mm. then after that, asking for his, you know, him to help you with the strength to actually put some of these boundaries into play, I think is huge. And, and I think also, I just have this vision of like my living room mm. when my phone is in the kitchen and then, yes. and we've turned music on and the kids are dancing and they're playing and they're like, laughing and we're laying here and um even even watching a movie or dancing and playing or doing art or, or whatever it is yeah. we're doing um eating like my kids and I love to eat together we're like total snackers and eaters and we like to make stuff and that is like where the joy is when you're laughing and giggling and like I'm not I guess I wouldn't say I'm a silly person but I feel like I'm silly with my kids and I I like myself the most yeah when I am silly with them and I don't care about anything else but making them laugh and being yes. silly, you know? So, yes. so, um, I don't know, that was kind of off topic, but I just have this vision of like us moms, you know, when you talk so much about joy and just kind of reclaiming our home, like taking our home back. Yes. You know? Yes. I also was thinking just now, um, that another powerful suggestion for all of us could be myself included to not rely on the phone as the source of all like knowledge, wisdom, inspiration, everything, right? So like yes. if we could become a little bit more old school in some ways. Like Yes. Yeah, like a real Bible. I'm I'm big on a real Bible. When I te when I speak, I actually use a real Bible. Yes. Because I don't want to have an iPad or an iPhone in these kids' face. Yeah. So it's having like real books. I, I'm a huge advocate of just like some of those a little bit what seems old fashioned to people that are younger than yes. myself. But yeah, and it's good for the kids to see us reading a book because even if we're reading a book on our phone, they don't know. So yeah, I would say like, get maybe I heard this recently, someone was talking about like, getting an old fashioned, like literally like your local newspaper, like don't always go to yeah phones for every kind of news update, like maybe subscribe to a local paper or a magazine or a really cool thing that's hand, like in your hands that you turn the totally. actual pages. Doing it with them. Like I thought it was interesting when you said earlier that the, that something that's killing people is sitting. I actually yes. think for, for moms, it's actually yes. the opposite of that. I actually think that moms need to sit a little bit more, mm -hmm. at least for me, my classic um, thing to do is to set the kids up with an activity Mm -hmm. And then go hide in the kitchen, hide right. in the kitchen on my phone, right. on my feet, standing, pacing back and forth, usually cleaning up at the same time that I'm doing this. When what I really truthfully want to do is put my phone down, come into the living room with my book or with, you know, yeah. my own art stuff. I love to do art and I never make time to do it because I'm so busy doing everything else. And I want to sit on the floor with them and do art or I want to sit on the floor and let them do my makeup horribly or yes. I want to you know yes. what I mean like I think this idea of like yes. actually I think moms need to sit more um and and stand and text less or yes. stand and scroll less you know yeah just engage with real things like actual objects yeah. actual books actual 
um like you know when you used to wonder something you don't you didn't have the possibility yeah. of like rabbit trailing yeah. and looking it up so instead of like yeah. okay maybe let that thought pass especially if it's during a time when your phone's plugged in away from you just let the thoughts yeah. pass and be like maybe i'll look that up tomorrow and chances are you it won't matter like you won't care so yeah it's like Sometimes I think the distractions happen because they spiral out of control. Like I will they tell do. myself, oh my I'm going to check one more thing at like oh my 11 gosh. o'clock yep. at night. And then I'm just down <laughs> this dark black hole of nothing yeah. important, you know? Anyways, one more thing that I wanted, I feel like is a powerful takeaway for all of us for today is just to practice good listening skills. And I'm just going to focus in on with children, with our children. So and this can go for friends, for your spouse, for other people you're in relationship with, but lean in, you know, have that good eye contact, be friendly, be open, like an open posture, all those good nonverbals that we kind of know about, but we don't always practice anymore and like be intentional about doing. And then actually, yeah. if you really want to ask a scary question, ask your kids if they feel like you're too distracted or if you're, you know, if you dare, like if if they think, yeah. you know, hey, is mommy under am I on my phone too much? They'll tell you, like, they'll be, they'll yeah. be honest. And, you know, so I feel like healthy boundaries, you know, yourself come up with things that are going to be real and lasting, powerful changes you can make, you know, in your own life, do some sort of detox. If you do think it's kind of out of control, practice those good listening skills and put in kind of some more old school, old fashioned ways of doing life, like board games, mm -hmm. books, actual like crafts art you know like what you were saying music for me like get sitting down at the piano playing singing with my kids I just I think that's so so vital and it'll bring so much more life and joy to our homes well and like we talked about um real quick last time yeah you know um as a lot of times I hear from people, well, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm the busiest mom I know. I don't have time for anything. And I always mm. laugh because I bet you five bucks if we all sat down and we plugged our phone into it. And I actually think there's an app that does this. If you did that app that tells you how much you're on your phone, I bet you <sighs> if we did that in a week, yes. we would probably have one to two days that we could be spending with friends and family that we were not spending on oh. our phone. So we do have time. It's where we spend our time. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So true. So I kind of feel like maybe we should, I think Osti, you and I will just keep talking after this and maybe come up with some sort of fun challenge about weekends because I really think this is an important takeaway. So I think we'll just keep that conversation going and we will keep all of you posted on what we kind of come up with. Perfect. So moving on to the little segment called My Favorite Things where we just kind of chat about whatever we're just super into right now. And so... I can go first if that's if that's okay. Perfect. So here's one of my favorite things, and it's kind of basic, but reading magazines. Okay, and what I mean by this mm. is like as I've gotten older, it's literally transitioned from reading things like self magazine to good housekeeping magazine. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's funny how your tastes change and your interests change as you get older, but yeah. I'm just owning yeah. it right now. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Okay, and here's the pistachio thing that I mentioned at the very, very beginning. So sweet chili pistachios, have you tried those? Mm -mm, but they sound amazing. Oh my goodness. Okay, so there's just regular pistachios, which are great. But when I was pregnant with my little boy, um, I got into the habit of having, but then craving pistachios and sparkling water as this mid-afternoon snack, and I'm super into it still. And he's almost two. Mm, <laughs> yum. But the last thing is just... 
a fun thing that I do sometimes, not every day, but just I've been trying to, one of my big 2018 goals was to take better care of my back. If you remember, if you listen mm-hmm. to any of those kind of first episodes in January. So I've been proud to, I will be proud to report right now that I have been doing that and reaching that goal. So a cool thing that helps me to do this is to turn on like Pandora or whatever you like to listen to, but a spa radio, it's called like Pandora Spa Radio. Um, Mm -hmm. And you just do a few yoga poses or whatever stretches and things that you love to do. Just slow down and breathe. Anyways, it transports me into like, oh, I'm actually at a spa. There's really no dishes Mm. in the sink. There's really nothing that's going (laughs) to – everything else can wait for like 10 minutes while I do these stretches. Like my little – little Bubba's asleep and I just take a few minutes in comfy clothes. Anyways, that's a free tip for you. That's just something I love right now. So Aussie, what are your, some of like some of your favorite things right now? Yeah. Ours are kind of all over the place because for those of you that don't know, Justin and I are taking the massive leap of faith and planning to um, remodel our house, which (laughs) is crazy. Um, Something we've prayed about for years and years and So we are in the process of like decluttering and getting rid of tons and tons and tons of stuff. So Mm. donating stuff. He's, oh my gosh, he's actually selling some stuff on Craigslist, which he's becoming this like Craigslist master. He just, (laughs) he writes like little, like writes up little things for the everything. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you are hilarious. Like he cracks me up. But, and I'm really, so I'm into that. That's been really freeing. And actually my plan and goal when we get back in the house, which is, oh my goodness, hopefully, not too far, but probably a year from now <laughs> that um, we can learn to start being, um, I hate to use the word minimalist, but yes. um, using less. I just, yes. I would love to be freed from like the bondage of stuff. I'm just yes. so over it. So yes. that, um, and then I've just really been into my little Bubba's. She is saying words and she's (laughs) so cute and I just literally eat her alive like all day long she's just so feisty and cute and um so yeah I've just been into that and I would say also um I am slowly turning our home into um just toxic free we're that's been really fun and just um healthier eating and I haven't been perfect obviously But it has been really cool to like, I started supporting this local grocery store here that's in our neighborhood that I actually always thought was a chain and it's actually not. It's like family owned, which is super cool. Grocery outlet, hashtag grocery outlet. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, But what I found out is that they're actually a, yeah, they're like a franchise. And so I met the owners and they're just wonderful and they sell tons of organic stuff for really inexpensive. Um, and actually I, I toured their store the other day and, and um, did a whole story for them on my Instagram and um, I she offered that, all my followers <laughs> like a special, yeah, it was so fun. And she offered an extra discount to all my followers through the weekend. And, um, and a lot of people went in and shopped and um, it's just, I don't know. So this just this, this idea of supporting like our community and, and trying to be more local and, and really just, I'm in this place of asking God for big things in our life, not meaning big things as in gifts for us or blessings for us, but him giving us big things to do as far mm-hmm. as obeying yeah. him. So yeah, I'm in just kind of this weird, I'm in this like kind of insecure place, which I don't always think is a bad thing. And then I'm also in and through that growing and God's teaching me just to be, I don't know, like teaching me humility and um, also to just 
I don't know, trust him and, and ask for big things. I don't want him to do big things. I don't want to, I don't want to waste this life. So yeah. So sorry. That was a lot, but <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I've, I've had a, I've had a lot going on in my brain lately. So it's okay. I was yeah. waxing eloquent about my pistachios. So it's okay. <laughs> oh no, I know. Sorry. I didn't mean to take it all like crazy deep, <laughs> no, but I have been feeling really deep lately and I'm yes. not really like, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say I'm like a, I'm usually kind of silly. So um, it's been a good, it's been a good place for me lately. Yeah. Speaking of silly, we have one more little thing to talk about, which is a bumblebee moment, which is just a cute moment with our kids. So I would just mm, love yeah. to hear one of yours, but really quick before you share it, if you are listening and you want to share a moment like this with me, all you have to do, there's a lot of ways to do it, but one simple way is just go to sundayafternoonmama.com and click right on the homepage on share a bumblebee moment. And it'll just take you to a really um, simple spot to send me your story. And I just, I love hearing these. And you can also just message me on Facebook at Sunday Afternoon Mama or Instagram. That's another super easy way. So, Osti, I would love to hear one recent bumblebee moment from your life with four beautiful, hilarious daughters. <laughs> oh man, I know. I always feel bad. I always feel like I don't have any favorites. I love my children equally. <laughs> <laughs> just differently, but I always feel like my bumblebee moments always the only the, the one I think about the most is always Lily because she's just so <laughs> funny. Like God gave us a girl with just like a funny, 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 funny personality. Like she's just hilarious. So she loves to walk by me without like making any sort of facial expression. And you know the thing where you can take your fingers and you point at your own eyes, then you yes. point at your, someone else's eyes. Yes. She'll just walk by me like straight face and she'll just point at her eyes and she points at my eyes and I'm just like, I just die. Like she is so funny or she'll come in and she'll just like, her sisters will be doing something crazy and she'll be like, she'll be like, Penny, just come on. And she'll just like roll her eyes up in her head and then she'll just like walk out. And I'm just like, I just die laughing. Oh, that's amazing. Again, I feel bad that it's Lily again, but. That's okay. They're just all so, they're just, you know, they're just adorable. Like I said, little Charlotte. She's just yummy. She just runs through the house screaming and yelling. And um, so, yeah. (laughs) I love it. That's it. I have one really quick that I'm going to share from one of our listeners named Christy. So she, this is what she said. This was through an Instagram message. She goes, funny Mm -hmm. little bumblebee moment for you. Um, Her daughter's name is Joanna. So she goes, Joanna Mm -hmm. has a cold and I'm trying to keep her from spreading it by not letting her touch her brother. So they have a little brother. (laughs) For about the hundredth time today, I pull them apart and I sigh. I say, oh, it's like hurting cats to keep you two apart. Joanna looks at me and says, why would you hurt cats? Don't do that, mommy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Just like, I was dying. Yeah, that is adorable. Oh, so that thank you. Cute. Thank Aww. you, Christy, for sharing that. Um, okay, well, we are kind of drawing near the end. I feel like literally so energized by this conversation. And we're actually recording it later at night, which is kind of funny because that's when our kids are all asleep. And yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But so I just wanted to um, say one more time, of course, like, thank you so much, Osti, for being with us. I love having you, you every single time. It's just amazing. I value your friendship. I value your perspective. And I can't wait to have you back again, I'm sure, like sometime soon. And just wanted to, I don't know, Yeah, thank you for being real, being honest, and being with us. Thank you. It was so fun. I just, I love you. Oh, thank you. So all of Aussie's contact info will be linked again, like on the show notes. Could you share really quick before we kind of sign off, like what the main ways people can get in touch with you are? 
Yeah, um, it just kind of depends. If you wanted to send me any direct, you know, um, conversations, you can do that through my email, which is just osti.ekley at gmail.com. And then my website's the same without the period, so just osteekley.com. And then my Instagram that I think is probably the most personal is just my babies were all born in May, so it's raising May babes. So just exactly how it sounds, all one, all together, raising May babes, B-A-B-E-S. Perfect. Okay, well, that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. Be sure to tune in next week. And if you enjoy this podcast, please tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too. Good old-fashioned word of mouth is actually one of the best ways to spread the news. Come visit sundayafternoonmama.com and follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be back with you next week. And in the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.